The level of change you undergo determines your behavior. Change is constant in the world, and it comes at all levels, individual, organizational, and societal. In the year 2000, a group of unsuspecting moviegoers was subjected to a study that proved that people eat more when they are given more. The research, carried out by Brian Wansink furthermore explained that you could control what people eat by the amount of food you give them. This theory goes on to prove that change is possible if the right quantity is applied. People resist change consciously and subconsciously because it's hard to deviate from what has been a default way of life without experiencing relapse or rebounds. Change requires a lot of dedication and commitment from people to work. There are three surprises about change that is not common knowledge with people. What looks like a problem with people is a situation problem. Laziness is often confused with exhaustion. What looks like resistance is a lack of clarity and direction. There are hard and easy changes, which means that the duration of the techniques might differ. People react differently to situations, and not all behavior can be easily tweaked. The situation isn't everything you need to consider, sometimes, the situation is not enough. Sending an alcoholic to rehab might work well, but what happens when he leaves rehab and is faced with a world of alcohol at his beck and call? The problem with this is that, most times, the heart disagrees with the mind fervently. Humans have schizophrenia in nature, humans have this congenital disorder that hinders clear thinking, feeling, and behavior. They need devices and support to be able to make the right decisions. Clocky, an alarm clock designed by Gwari Nanda, an MIT student was made in a way that it would jump about the room when it goes off, forcing the owner to get up from sleep and chase it about. Clocky was a way of getting people to wake up early because their schizophrenic nature would most likely force them back to sleep if they could snooze the alarm at arm's length. The brain is composed of the rational side and the emotional side. Failure to balance these two sides is what causes terrible decisions and what makes it hard for change to be implemented. These two features can be classified as the elephant and the rider. The elephant represents the emotion, the feeling of protection. It's the drive that helps the rider to get things done. The rider is the rational part of you that tends to be more careful and calm. As mentioned earlier, both features must work together to achieve a higher goal. The rider provides the planning and direction while the elephant provides the energy. When rider and elephant disagree on which way to go, then you will definitely have a problem with your right path. Self-control is an important aspect that you must focus on when you want to change. When people want to change things, they are moving away from behaviors that have become automatic, and rider does the supervision of this. When the rider is out of self-control, it becomes tough to effect a change of any kind. You must also encourage the elephant the same way you direct the rider. The rider must know which path to follow because his actions mostly determine that of the elephant. Encouraging the elephant means giving it a solution to its problem. Accepting a problem without proffering a solution is only bound to make the rider spin his wheels around the same circle, thereby making the elephant stress itself without an end goal in sight. Telling people to stop drinking milk because it contains a lot of fat means you have exposed a problem. Now, your audience is confused as to what they should take instead because they have to replace what they are stopping. The solution now would be to encourage them to take milk with less fat by making sure it's available for them to purchase and exhaust. This way, you've appealed to the rider and the elephant, the rational and emotional part of humans. Alongside directing the rider and motivating the elephant, you must also shape the path for both of them to take. Shrinking the problem helps people adapt to change as can be seen with the milk experiment. Give the rider a direction so your journey can be smooth.
In 1990, Jerry Sternen was given an assignment by Save the Children to establish a charity home in Vietnam to reduce the level of malnutrition among kids. On getting there, Jerry and his family met a non-friendly environment that threatened to make their work challenging, so rather than go through the traditional way of setting up a charity home, he decided to look for a bright spot. After extensive research with the help of the locals, Jerry discovered that the cause of malnutrition was not due to poverty, but because the children were not being fed with the right food. Having found this bright spot, Jerry set up a home where mothers who fed their children well taught other mothers how to prepare good food with a balanced diet. Finding the bright spots of a situation is one of the most effective ways to make a change. It helps direct the rider on which way to go. The rider is a thinker and a planner, but it has a terrible weakness, the tendency to spin his wheels. The rider's focus is mostly directed at tackling a problem instead of finding a bright spot, and this is not good enough. Focusing on bright spots can be helpful for therapies and businesses, and in most cases, all you need to do is make a little change of course for your rider to the right path. To find bright spots, you should ask yourself questions like, what's working, and when can we do more of it? Decisions are the writer's turf, it is the field on which the rational mind loves to operate, and this is why they need full supervision and control. A study among doctors showed that they opted for the default plans when they were faced with more alternative options. This realization is termed decision paralysis. The more choices the writer is offered, the more exhausted the writer gets, which is why shopping is a lot more tiring than other light activities. Decision paralysis disrupts every aspect of your life unless you're conscious about it. Change brings new choices that create ambiguity that can be very confusing. At a point, you're lost as to which steps to take and what decision to make. Here, the rider is trying to direct the elephant onto a new path, but the elephant keeps going back by default to the road it's used to. To prevent this, you need to script your critical moves by analyzing your present state, drawing a plan for the future from it, and acting on it as strictly as possible. Every journey needs a destination, a journey without a destination is a complete waste of time and effort. When you want to achieve the destination of your change, you're doing a great job in correcting one of the rider's biggest problems, the tendency to be misdirected in the analysis of situations. You must show the rider where you're headed, make sure you've created a clear path towards your destination and try all you can to stay on the right path. The elephant wants to know why you're making a journey, and it's your destination that best describes why a journey should be made. You need a destination postcard to impress your elephant about a journey. Destination postcards are the pictures of a future made possible by hard work and determination. To get this right, you need to align your goals and essential moves. Let your behavioral pattern match your destination postcard. Your rider needs to find bright spots first. When you find bright spots, dwell on it, work on your failures without getting lost in it, and define your path clear for a better relationship between the rider and the elephant. Motivate the emotional side of your brain to make significant decisions. Successful changes have a start and an end, and most people think that's all there is to it. The most important aspect, which is the middle is always overlooked, and that's why it's challenging to motivate the elephant. Change has a sequence, and as discovered through a study that was conducted by John Cotter and Dan Cohen, the pattern is see-feel change instead of the conventional analyze-think change. What this means is that you must see your situation for what it is, feel the connection between your decision and destination, then make a conclusion on which direction you're headed. You must be open-minded without being myopic to solve big problems and make significant changes. The human mind is inclined toward receiving praises and promises as a source of motivation. 
When people are close to payday, they put more energy into their work because they are going to receive payment very soon. This logic can be applied to change also. To motivate the actions of people and consciously affect change in them, you need to make them feel like they are very close to achieving their goal even if they are not. It's a way of getting the elephant to keep on moving in the direction you want. The process of doing this is when you shrink the change and make it look more comfortable than it is. You can shrink a change by giving hope and promises, breaking down success into an achievable milestones and enhancing the progress made by celebrating it from time to time. Psychologist Carl Weick, in his text, Small Wins, Redefining the Scale of Social Problems, opined that a small win reduces importance, this is no big deal, reduces demands, that's all that needs to be done, and raises perceived skill levels, I can do at least that. Dividing success and achievement into small celebrated parts reinforces the belief into people that they can do well. One of the essential features of change is choices. People are required to make choices all the time, and when they do, they use basic models propounded by James March, a professor of political science at Stanford University. The two models are, consequences model. As the name implies, it's the type of model that makes humans weigh the positives and negatives of choice, how high the cost is, and if the benefits outweigh it to their gain. Here, you make a choice solely on the consequences that are bound to happen when you make a particular choice. Identity model. This model is based on three essential questions, who am I, what kind of situation is this, what would someone like me do in this kind of situation? Change requires total focus and commitment, it's not something that comes at once to stick. People who are conscious about the change they want to have must be able to identify if they are capable mentally, physically, and psychologically to change. When you're not well equipped to carry out a change, you'll get tired quickly and relapse into continuous rebounds till you're frustrated. Failures are expected along the way, and you need to acknowledge them. One of the biggest mistakes people make is when they dismiss their failure by outrightly ignoring them. You should recognize your shortcomings and errors and work on the way to rectify them. This is what keeps the elephant in track when you encounter unforeseen contingencies. If you change the path, you'll change the behavior. Motivation is the strength on which change prides itself, and in a lot of cases, the motivation required is a push. Before you initiate a push, you must first define a path where the push would follow. Humans make the mistake of attributing error to behavior instead of the situation. Situation influences behavior, not the other way round. You must provide a clear path by defining the direction for the rider and motivating the elephant simultaneously. Shape the path of your change by identifying the critical moments in your journey. People change when they are presented with a clear direction of where they are going even before leaving where they are. You can create a slope and give people a push, making sure there are places on the slope where they can stop to evaluate their position and make the next decision. Shape their path by placing encouraging signs on this slope and regard their effort by putting progress reports in strategic places. Since the situation affects behavior, change is easy when you revamp the situation by polishing the environment to suit a better behavior. You can limit errors and rectify bad results by employing three proposed methods by Haddon Matrix, the pre-event, the event, the post-event. These three conceptual framework helps you analyze your situation very well, giving you an overview of your behavior and how best you can change without encountering too many errors. Consider the sterile cockpit where pilots are not allowed to talk unless it's imperative when the plane is above it below 10,000 feet. This is to ensure that maximum concentration is guaranteed for both pilots, thereby reducing the risk of mistakes. 
Bad habits bring bad results, and bad results bring adverse changes. When a situation is bad, a great leader doesn't dote the mistake on the people, instead, he'll find a way to bring out the right habits from these same set of people. These changes can be due to a change of location, a pep talk, a change of direction, or a promise of something for better behavior. Studying your environment is one of the best ways to prepare yourself for a positive change. Sometimes, your environment determines your behavior, and a change of location might be what you need to have a new feeling. Building habits encourage good change. For people who want to reduce their weight, most of them build the habit of waking up early for a jog. It might seem uncomfortable at first, but by building a habit out of it, it suddenly becomes something they look forward to. To build a habit, you must have a checklist that helps you to remember your goals and why you set them. Checklists help you know what's best, gives you an insight that would prevent you from encountering blind spots and would also help you stay away from overconfidence. As much as you are paying attention to the change, you must also pay attention to the mistakes that are well-disguised accompanying it. Your society is an integral part of your change process. Life is a continuum of social events that are either left the way they are or advanced to suit the present world. Social freedom and constraints determine how well a change can take place in your life. There is no shortage of knowledge or too much of it, which is why you should open your mind to suggestions, ideas, and opinions. When situations become ambiguous, we tend to look at people for how to behave. Imagine you're in a social gathering of cowboys for example, as a first-time attendee, you'll have to look around you to get a feel of how to behave among others to blend in. Behavior is very contagious. It is expected that in most situations, at least one person knows the right thing to do, but this is not always so. Change is constant, and different situations arrive every day that is not common with a lot of people. When the rider leads the elephant on a path, there's a considerable chance that the elephant would want to follow a herd, so how do you create the right herd for your elephant to follow? You do so by aligning your behavior with that of those who have similar interests as yours. You can hitchhike a truck going west while you're going east. Following people with the same goals help you exhibit your change quicker. To change things, you must pay maximum attention to social experiences, signals, and interpretations. It is believed that a long journey starts with a single step, but so do short journeys. All journeys start somewhere, and a single step doesn't guarantee a successful long journey. To sustain the steps you've taken, you need to, recognize and celebrate your first step, reinforce positive movements. At this point, you've directed the rider, motivated the elephant, and shaped the path. Your journey is going on smoothly, and you've strategically placed your evaluation points across your path, but all of these can come to a halt if you don't reinforce your movement. Change isn't an event, it's a process. You can't skip the processes to an event and expect a good result. Reinforcement helps you to keep on moving because it gives you the motivation that you had when you took your first step and the subsequent ones after that. It's not easy to leave an old way to get accustomed to a new one, but continuous efforts with the help of reinforcement can make change easy. When people adopt a new change, it tends to change their behavior totally, thereby constructing a new life and identity for them. There's no step too small for a change to happen, and small steps can become big steps depending on the behavioral pattern of the person making the change. Good changes can affect positive short-term behavior, but great changes last for an entire lifetime. Conclusion. Humans need change to function properly. Change can come in any form, but it must be noted that not all changes are good. 
The best way to go about a positive change is to follow the laid-down patterns that help shape the rider, the elephant, and the path. These patterns are guaranteed to help you achieve your desired change in the best way possible without having to fear rebounds. Try this, evaluate your current position, script your goals, set a target, and follow the laid-down patterns that guide an effective change.